Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Dillard, your host, along with Tracy Holtz-Clone. Today we have a special coast guest, Randy, the pilot dump trunk, dump, dump trunk driver. Dump drunk dump the drunk truck truck. not the dirt drunk truck oh my goodness dump truck driver the pilot dump truck driver if you want to ask randy a question about real estate give us a call right now at 864-235-9405 that's 864-235-9405 we've been buying and selling and selling and buying and writing contracts one of the here's one of my problems randy um Okay, Tracy is the signer on a lot of the stuff that we do, okay? So for us to buy something or sell something, depending on what it is, Tracy has to be the one that actually signs the contract. Okay, so he comes in the office at about 10 o'clock, 10, 30, 11. That's early. Yeah, that's early. And I've been there since about 8 o'clock, so I got the contract reviewed, changes made, I've rewritten the contract that we need to change anything on, shared it with him on his on his uh computer, Google Drive. And at four o'clock that where's that contract? <laughs> Don't we have to modify that contract? And I'm like, No, we did it. I shared it with you. All you gotta do is sign it and send it. I mean, I feel like I'm playing cards with my brother's kids or something. Did it get I mean, signed and sent? Yeah, barely. <laughs> barely. Keyword there was we, right? We modified the contract? Yeah, we, me and him. Yeah, I did it before he got. Now, now I, I give him credit, though. He did, he did get in early yesterday. And yes. I was I was very surprised. I'm like, how in the world did he make it in by 8.29 in the morning? It was at 23. 823 we in the morning. We had an 8.30 conference call, and I had already put it on Jason's And the, the conference calendar. call plan for him was he was going to set his alarm at his house at 8.25, roll over, get out of bed, make sure that he wasn't bothering his family so that he could, you know, sit in his underwear in the living room <laughs> and be on the on the radio. We're on the radio. Be on the conference call. That's way, but that's way too much information. Something happened get that made him, made him closer. Yes. He spent the night with his son yeah. that lives around the corner from the office. Yeah, don't And be- I guess he got up and he, he got up and actually got moving because he's got to be at work at a certain time and woke you up. No, I was already, I woke up on my own. I didn't need my 22 year old to wake me up. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, so real seriously. If you can wake up on your own, how do you not wake up on your own from Anderson? I do. Sometimes. But it's just harder to get going all the way from there. You told what you tell me yesterday. You live you live too far, or something. You should live closer. You could get here sooner. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't make once you get to your house, it's really nice to be there. Uh huh. But I don't understand why somebody that is the real estate expert that you are, the executive. <laughs> I mean, the expert you are. You know, the most three important things in real estate are the most. The Money. three most important things. The three important, most important things in real estate is location, location, location. Yes, that's just, this is true. Yeah, and so your location is nowhere close to where you work. Nope, works nowhere out, close to. Works out pretty good for me. It's it? only. It's, I you, think he does that on purpose. It's like you t- tell me. It's only an inch on the map, though. Yes, it's only an inch on the map. <laughs> I mean, Not that you far. just. And really, if you get in the car and just start driving, listening to the music, talking on the phone or whatever, it's not that far, really. Mm-mm. I mean, you just 
how long does it take you to get there? Like 30 minutes, 40 minutes, 50 minutes? Google says 35 minutes, but I can make it in 28. It's because of the cop car. Yeah. You, you, you know he's got a cop car. Yes. Randy knows. Yes. This has nothing to do with real estate. By the way, if you want to call in and interrupt our conversation and get us going on real estate, the number here is 864-235-9405. I'm Jason Dillard. If you just tuned in, go to my website, jasondillard.com, to learn more about what I do. We're going to have a wholesale seminar coming up on February 24th that you may want to attend. Um, go to there about to learn how to do that. That's jasondillard.com. Now, back to the real conversation. Um, so Google says you can get there in how long? 35 or six minutes, I think. And I'm going to find out right now. But you can get there shorter because of the cop car. I know a shortcut. For whatever, you know, this is weird. I mean, what I like to do for fun is buy and sell real estate. People say, what's your hobby? Well, I like to buy and sell real estate. Well, Tracy's hobby is driving former cop cars. Well, see, the reason he can get here so quick, again, goes back to the real estate. It's location, location, location. There's a pedal in the right-hand side of the car, and if its location is closer to the floor, he can make it on, or I don't know if you say on time, yeah. That, that's true. So you press the, you press the pedal on the right. I hear you say that a lot, right? Yeah. I, that's what I tell people that are in front of me that won't hurry up. That didn't happen to you this now, morning, did it, Randy? When I, no. when they're, now they can't hear me. I know they can't hear me, but I assume they can hear me. So I say, it's the pedal on the right, it's the pedal on the right, it's the pedal on the right, it's the pedal on the right. Hey, in case you're wondering, it's the pedal on the right that'll get you going, right? Yeah, right. I even had a song I wrote about it. Go ahead, sing it for us. It's the pedal on the right, it's the pedal on the right. If you had pressed that pedal on the right, it sure would be a beautiful sight. And it keeps on going from there. We might get home tonight. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we might actually get home tonight. There you go. Hey, look at there. We We could write a song about it. Like a hit, hit, go. But anyway, the real reason that he gets there, it ain't got nothing to do with what his pedal is, because you can press the pedal on the right in the car in front of you, you may not be pressing the pedal on the right. It's the it's the former cop car with the tinted windows. You, you know what's kind of funny to me? I still, you know, find it funny. Funny hee-hee or funny ha-ha? Funny hee-hee. You know, when you're driving down the road and you're trying to get people to move over and, you know, you have to, like, give them a little little blinky-blank light flash. That really makes them move over faster. Let me tell you, in my car, you don't have to do none of that. You know why? You just get up up behind them. They get out of the way. They assume he's a cop. Yeah. Well, he even gets the even gets the cop wave from other cops. Yeah, every now and then I do get the cop wave. Do you? Yeah, hey, cop. It's kind (laughs) of like if you're driving a motorcycle. Everybody on the motorcycle, whether it's the crotch rocket or the Harley or whatever. Or the Jeeps. You know, the Jeeps, they have their own wave, too. You told me that before. And you know what? Jeep. I've Jeep never wave. owned a Jeep, so I don't know. Well, that's right. You won't know it until you're driving one. Now, when I grew up in Chester, CHSTR Chester, which is where my, my I went to high school, we waved at everybody everywhere we were. Just everybody waved at everybody. That's what y'all do where you live, right? But Listen. now, but now I don't, I've mentioned before, I don't only wave, I only begin the wave at everybody when I get in my neighborhood. Ah. Uh, now when I'm in the subdivision, I feel like I'm obligated to wave. This is now or this was when you lived no, in right CHSTR now. Chester? When I lived in Chester, CHSTR Chester, the Cyclones. Yeah. Yeah, that's where go, I went to high school. Chester. You have to say it yeah. just like that, Randy. Who are we Cyclones? What do we got pride? Chester. C- Chester. You know Chester, Chester is? It's yeah. near Clover, yeah. the city we love in the middle. One, two, three, off for one, one for all to get it. Send body five, 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 one, 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 two, three, cycle. That's what we had to say at the end of every practice. <laughs> it's a good thing. Well, I, I, I was the white boy. 
on the basketball team. I want you to know that. You were the who? The white boy. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, when we came over to play Dorman and I actually got in the game, the whole side, you know, if you played Dorman, no, it was Spartanburg High. Spartanburg's got one side is where the benches are and the other side is just this bit. All these people are on the side over there. And as soon as I got in the game, the whole side of the, of the, um, in the section went, why, boy, why, boy. Did they? Do something for your race. Why, boy, why, boy. You've never told me that. And of course, I was not the strongest player. So as soon as the, the, the kid that I covered for caught his breath, I got, I went right back to the bench. So I did something. I, I helped the guy catch his breath and then went back to the bench. That was your role on the team? I did. I was good at it, too. I could not mess up for like 30 seconds two or three times a game. That's all you had to do. Yeah, that was my role. So 30 you, seconds two or three times a game. <clears throat> if you want to know how to not mess up in real estate, we've already messed up a lot. But there's ways to do things that don't mess you up. So we can switch gears, hopefully, after this break and talk about some ways to not mess up. So hang on through the break. Now will be a great time to get involved in what we're talking about. The number here is 235-9405. That's 864-235-9405. Don't forget about the $99 Wholesale Seminar coming up on February 24th. We're only going to let eight people come to that meeting. Um, it's only 99 bucks. Go to the website, jasondiller.com, to learn more. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Dillard along with Randy, the pilot, dump driver, dump truck driver. And dump? during the like dump, you, like you drive a dump truck. Oh, I thought you said dunk, like you dunk an Oreo in a glass. Now of somebody's got to put stuff something in the dump truck. What do they put in the dump truck? Anything that's not illegal, immoral, or unethical. So that would be aggregate, which is gravel, sand, topsoil, mulch, dirt. And you take it from where? Did you hear that? Mulch. mulch. That's mulch. one of my favorite words. He likes saying mulch. I just think it's a cool word to say. It comes right off your, you know, mulch. Mulch. If you, if you want to learn more about mulch, give us a call right now at 235-9405-864-235-9405. We're live this morning. It, you know, it got really cold, and then it got like summer, and now it's supposed to get cold again. I don't get it. I think that's why everybody's sick. It is. Who's yeah. sick? Well, my wife was sick. She had to go to the doctor yesterday. And get a um, you shouldn't have told Randy a, that a steroid shot. Oh, so when when you when when you're really sick and they give you the steroid shot, yeah. Well, she went to the doctor at eleven, and by three o'clock she was shopping. You believe yeah. that? Y- yes. I mean shopping, it, and it will make you eat anything, everything. The marvel of modern medicine. So hey, Robert, I hope she's I hope she's okay. I'm you know I'm going to be meeting her right after the program. We're going to the important 12 and under um church league basketball game you know the the boys my boys yeah Reese is playing he's the big man i'm trying to teach him how to drop step he's on how to drop step huh you heard me speaking i'm with you a drop step that's a wise one well it's a it's a basketball term where you the big man gets the ball down under the basket and kind of drops his foot behind him as he's catching the ball so that he can pivot around and shoot the ball without getting the shot blocked. Uh, let's talk about something else. This is boring. 
What do you mean? It's basketball. Sports. You know, basketball is my favorite sport. I like to dribble the ball up and down the court. Speaking of sports, Robert said that your position on the football game team, basketball team, one of them teams you played on, uh, guard the water bucket and tackle yeah, anybody that, was, that tries to get it. Yeah, and that was kind of like my, my brother. Um, I when think he, he when said he, water boy. Now, he's a principal right now. You know what a principal is different than a principal. Mm-hmm. Principal is the PAL. He's your pal. He's the person that's in charge of the school. I see. But my, my brother, when he first got out of Clemson and he got his first coaching job, he was the get-back coach on the middle school team. You know what the get-back coach is? That's the one that keeps everybody behind the line. Yeah. Now, he was the middle school, like, head head chief, I'm in charge of everything, you know, middle school coach. But on Friday nights, he was the get-back coach. So he didn't have anything to do with the varsity team, but he was on the sideline telling the kids to get back, 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 get back. Did I say to get back? He was the get-back coach, yeah. I think he pretty much covered it. So, anyway, he's got another funny story we'll have to tell off the air. What? About Coach Dillard. Well, I don't mind telling it on there. <laughs> no, I don't tell that on there. We'll tell Randy later. I shouldn't even brought that up because well, now it's killing you. You'll want to talk about it. Well, the, the story about him using the force? Oh, oh and I used the force, too. Yeah, okay. We, that was by the okay. way, if you sign up for the $99 wholesale seminar coming up on February the 24th at jasondillard.com, one of the things that I will do in that seminar besides teach you how to make money in real estate without using cash credit or taking any risk is I will use the force on you and make sure that you understand that you have an unlimited supply of cash to buy real estate. Because that genuinely really is true. Right. So my brother that taught middle school when he right right out of Clemson, hey, are you over there, man? Yeah, I'm trying to. Hey, we got all kind of stuff in our way here. We have an office. We have an office that, that we have the same desk. Not the same desk, but our desks are side by side. Does he have a chalkboard? No, we don't have chalk. We have a uh, we white, have white whiteboards, and they're co- our our office is covered in whiteboards, and there's all kind of writing on them. Gibberish mostly. Have you ever seen that movie, A Beautiful Mind? Yes. All right. You know how the dude just writes stuff that means something to him and only him because in his mind he's saving the world from the Russians. Right. That's what it looks like on our on our marker boards in our office. So if you want to come to our office and see that, we'll show you that. But I don't know why I'm talking about that. We're back to the force. So if you're actually going to use the force. Like my brother did, what he would do is he would have kids, sixth and seventh graders, come up to him in the middle of class and say, Coach Dillard, Coach Dillard, I got to use the bathroom. Well, he's a first year teacher. What is he supposed to do? I mean, he's not, he don't understand what to do yet. So finally, about the third or fourth kid, he goes, I guess I'll just try to use the force. So he waved his hand and says, You don't need to use the restroom. You would prefer to use the restroom between classes. You know what happened? The kid goes, uh, oh, okay, Coach Dillard, I, I just went and used the restroom between classes. <laughs> Those aren't the droids you're looking for. So if you come to the $99 wholesale seminar on February 24th, you will have the force used upon you. And I didn't Randy, did you know that you had an unlimited supply of money to buy in real estate? I, I haven't discovered that yet. You do. But thank you for telling me. Yeah, you do. Explain that to him, Tracy, while I just sip my coffee. Because I've been talking so much, my mouth is getting kind of dry. Okay, Randy. So let's say that there's a house in uh, your neighborhood and it's worth a hundred grand. 
it it'll trade for a hundred grand. You put it on a sign out in the yard, and it's worth a hundred grand all day long. Nobody, we can all agree on it. it's worth a hundred grand, right? You do know where I live, right? I do, but let's okay. just go with me here. I'll go with me. Okay, hundred grand, beautiful house, it's worth a hundred grand. Okay, so let's say that owner calls me and says, "I want to sell my house, and I need it to close quickly, and I'll take fifty grand." How long would it take you to say yes? Not very long. Okay, so oh, then I just realized. I don't have fifty grand in my pocket. How in the world am I going to do this? You want me to say that? Yeah. How in the world am I going to do this? Yeah. Oh. I don't have fifty grand in my pocket. Well, okay. If you got a hundred dollar bill, that would if I have a hundred dollar bill, I'd sell you for fifty dollars. How long would it take you to find a way to buy it? I would rip the pocket off my blue jeans. There you go. It's about exactly the same way. So if you can buy a house for fifty grand, that's worth a hundred. Finding the fifty grand to buy it is like driving a dump truck. I mean, falling off a log. I mean, it's easy as pie, right? I've ridden in a dump truck. It ain't that hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but we do have to be there on time. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah, so that probably wouldn't work out too pretty good for me. So, But riding in the dump truck's a whole lot easier than driving it, isn't it? it riding is very easy. Yeah, so finding the 50 grand on a house worth 100 is just like riding in a dump truck or falling off a log. It's easy peasy but lemon squeeze. Let me say it in a different way. He's always got to say something. Let's say, let's what say my, what my analogy clear coffee. enough? No, it ain't clear enough. <laughs> I mean, there's listeners out there going, What's he uh, talking, what's he talking about? about? I know what you're talking about. Okay, okay. Well, here, here's, here's the thing. That $50 you need, let's say you don't have it. Could you find somebody that has 50 bucks that would partner up with you? Convincing them to loan it to me would be something different. Well, I tell you what you could do is you could sell them the hundred dollar bill oh, for yeah. for sixty cut. for sixty bucks. Yeah. Would you would would you be able to sell me that hundred dollar bill for sixty, knowing that you could do it buy it for fifty, but you just don't have the fifty. Oh absolutely. So you just made ten dollars. Yeah. Ten bucks just for knowing what to do. So in the same way real estate works. Um, you don't have to have a real estate license. If you go out and put a property under contract for less than another investor would pay for it, then you can assign that contract to another investor and receive an assignment fee. And without having any cash, credit, or taking any risk, really, no cash. We, you we can, did one this week, by the way. We did. Remember that? I know. I forgot we put it in the bank. That yeah. was a weird thing. That was a nice assignment fee. Yeah, so Cameron came in the office and said, uh, I left that check in there for Brian to put in the bank and... uh did he put it in the bank? Because he came in after everybody was gone. And by the way, now, we have a new CFO in our office. So don't you dare come in there and bring a check or do a transfer without filling out the little form. We have a little form that We're we have to fill out. Us. Because I don't know why Tracy would do stuff like this, but he would go make a deposit and not fill out a form. And then like three months later, the accountant would go, why did you put that in that bank account? And Tracy would go, I can't remember. It, we 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 had money. We put it in the bank, and that's why I put it in there. But for what property? Uh, I don't know. Now that's not exactly true. No, that's not true. I'm the one that, myself. Yeah, I'm the one that did that. Yeah, I'm the one. So I'm making fun. I'm not gonna make fun of Tracy anymore. I'm the one that did that. We yeah. found the deposit slip where I'd put money in the bank. It was my handwriting. Can't deny it. And, the and you didn't fill out the slip. I didn't fill out the slip, so the job's not finished our until new, the paperwork. Our is new done. CFO has a slip. Every time you transfer money, every time you deposit money, every time you cut a check. Well, if you cut a check, you don't have to fill out a slip because it's in the books as you cut it. Right. Yeah, but well, you have to do a requisition of a check. You have to. There's, There's a, a slip for it's that. It's called an RO. Yeah. Requisition order. There's a slip for that. 
Aru, you must not have been paying attention in the meeting. I must not have. I was taking notes, though. You realize that when we had the meeting with Brian, I looked around the room, and I'm over there with my notebook just writing as fast Slow as I can. Slow down, professor. I'm like, Let me, I'm understanding this. This is good. Oh, look at there. Oh, yeah, I'm writing this down, yeah. And then I look around the room, and the, everybody else that we pay to be there, they're just sitting there. Just sitting there. You know why? Why? Because they were women. They were absorbing. Don't be saying. They were absorbing all the information. Don't we, don't we make it? No, there wasn't all women. Sam was in there. We ha- oh, I forgot. Yeah. Which <laughs> don't no, don't go there. Yeah, no, we don't want to have complaints about us making fun of Sam. <laughs> anyway, cricket. So if you want to come to the seminar, we're going to teach you how to make money in real estate without using cash, credit, or taking any risk. One of the things that you'll learn a little bit in the seminar is how we borrow money. Um, right now, we have a need for 120 grand that you can earn 8% on on $200,000 houses. So if you're interested in making more money with your money, then you may want to give me a call at 864-444-7650. We're always looking for new lenders. One of the things, and we get new listeners every week, so just real quick, we don't pull money. We don't take money from, from somebody and somebody else and somebody else, put it together and do a transaction. Every single lender has a separate first mortgage against a real piece of real estate that they approve. Um, right now, we're building houses that are worth two hundred. We need one twenty. Um, as we were coming in, the pre- the guys from the previous show said, "Hey, I was listening to your show last week, and you're talking about using your IRAs. I, I probably need to get with you. I've never heard of that before." So, you, yeah, you've never heard of that before. Yeah, probably half of the money we borrow is from someone's IRA. What do you mean, someone's IRA? Uh, I- what do you mean? What do I mean? What do they take the 401k and they borrow against it and have to pay it back? No, 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 no. We don't do stuff like what, that. This, what do they do? They advise their custodian, and if they don't have the proper custodian, we show them who they should use. But you advise the custodian that you want to make an investment into a note mortgage. No, I, I went down to Bank Bank of a BB&T, America, Merrill Lynch, Schwab, J- Edward Jones guy, and he told me that I couldn't do that. I could only buy, like... Other kind of investments. I can't do that. Well, he's right in his office. He's right? Yeah, he's right well, in his office. How are we going to be right? Well, we'll have to explain that after the break. Yeah, we're going to have to. Hey, you're getting good at this. That's called a tease in radio. Don't forget the number for calling. Oh, yeah, that's right. The number. If you want to call in and get your questions answered, 235-9405-864, 235-9405, my phone number to get in touch with me is 864 Go to my website, jasondiller.com, to learn more about what we're about, even the lending opportunities that you may be interested in. We'll be right back. If you're behind on payments and need a little cash, you can call Jason Dillard if you need to sell fast. Call 444-7650. Call 444-7650. If you're tired of tenants, toilets, and trash, you can call Jason Dillard if you need a little cash. Welcome back to Solutions in Real Estate. I'm Jason Dillard. If you want to sell a house quickly, we buy and sell real estate all over the country now. We're, we're actually under contract to buy some stuff out of the state. So give us a call at 864-444-7650 and we'll come a run we to buy sing. your property. We don't sell no, that's not, guitar though. That's not us. That's somebody else. So no, you thought that was Jason, didn't you? No. You can tell by me. the song that I sang earlier that that wasn't me. Oh yeah. If Don't you, you hadn't messed his, it up. His silky smooth voice. Yes. You know, you can tell that wasn't him. 
And I, I tell you. Yeah, I can tell that. That's why I sit on the front row at church. So you can make a joyful noise? But I, because I, I would feel sorry for whoever was standing in front of me. Oh, I mean, think about thinking. it for a minute. Do you want to ruin their worship? Stand in front of me while because I'm singing. When I sing, I sing. And my voice carries. Tracy's always complaining about how my voice carries. I mean, we're in the office and the phone rings, and I'm on the phone just talking in my normal voice. And the next thing you know, I look over at Tracy, and he's giving me the calm down sign. Calm down. My, my ears are hurting. You know? I, my caller on my phone is hearing your call because of your voice. But it's his normal voice. He's got the, you know, I've only met two people in my life like Jason. Well, it's Jason's the only person in my life I've met like him, but I've met another talker like Jason when I used to work at the trucking company. Have I told you this before? No, no. not even you. When I worked at the trucking company, you know, you had all these fort lifts buzzing around making all this noise, and this guy could be like 100, 100, 200 feet away talking to somebody, and you could clearly hear every word he was saying. It was just a normal talking voice. He wasn't hollering. He wasn't mad at him. But anyway, sorry. That's my I driver. Dig- I digress. Is it? Yeah, you can hear him down at Mom and Daddy's. <laughs> okay. So, so, Randy, you said that there's the 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 jump dump truck driver wave. There how, is. How does that work? How's the dump truck driver wave? Well, there's there's a few variants, but basically, you know, we may pass each other fifty times a day, so we do get tired of waving at each other. You know, by the end of the day, it's like, yeah, you get it. But <laughs> my you know, arm hurt. My arm's starting it's to hurt. The, it's the arm up in the windshield. Yeah, you fingers. know. Um, What's up, man? You know, up, man? every now and then the salute. That's that's if you really like somebody. If you really like them, you give them the salute. Right. Otherwise, just, hey, dump truck. You don't give them the California howdy, though. You know, I you refuse know the to answer howdy. that. You never seen Beverly Hillbillies, the movie, not yeah, the show? Yes, I, yeah. I, I'm well familiar with the, ca- <laughs> the California howdy. Yeah, yeah, we have it in Carolina, too. <laughs> yeah, the Carolina howdy. Jason I, get, I actually receive those a lot. I bet. People don't like dump trucks for they some reason. Not. But, you know, they don't mind driving on that nice, smooth, asphalted they don't road, do they? A lot of people don't realize that the dump trucks, that's the first, that's like the, in the first group of equipment on the job. Everything is dump truck. It's just like the other big trucks on the road people complain about. I don't know how we got on trucks, but anyway, oh, because you drive a dump truck. That would be why. People complain about the big trucks on the road, but they don't mind getting their stuff from the stuff store. How do you think the stuff got there? Well, that's why Amazon wants to have drones. But see, they still have to distribute it to distribution centers. Yes, still got to be big trucks. So anyway, yeah, we're killing everybody with this. What, what does that have to do with using your IRA to invest in real estate? Absolutely nothing. I mean, because before but, you the know, break, it, we, I don't want to break promises. Before the break, we <laughs> promised that we would talk about how you can use your retirement account and not borrow from your retirement account, like we thought that people might we were thinking that you, you know how you people have a four hundred one k. Yes. And they think that they can borrow from it and invest in real estate. But a better idea might be to use the actual 401k to be the buyer or the lender. Yeah. I mean, I can go on and on about what you can do with your current 401k that you have at the job you still have. And, you know, you don't want to rule that out because as an employee in most companies, you can borrow against your 401k. Some of them for no reason at all. Some of them have to be hardships or, you know, whatever. So, I mean, if you can borrow it from yourself at Three. I remember when I was at Southeastern, it was like three and a half percent. So I could borrow for myself, and I could lend it out to somebody at eight or ten or a gajillion, whatever. It didn't matter. But the normal, the way we do it is the person is typically either retired or they've left that previous company. So that four hundred one k 
can be moved to a, another custodian. Um, and then that custodian is set up and equipped to allow you as the account holder to invest in real estate, whether it's purchasing the real estate or lending to a borrower like me and Jason, you know, or to you. How, how easy is it to borrow from yourself? At, at a current 401k type at arrangement? Either or, yes. 401k. Well, or it depends can. on the employer. I mean, when I was at, at the trucking company, we just did a little bit of paperwork and poof, next week I'd get a check from my 401k and they started payroll deducting the payments. I didn't have to make them. It just happened out of my paycheck. So that part was easy. Now, I don't know about other companies. Now, make how sure hard we're, it is. we're not confusing people. Yeah, we don't want to confuse Borrowing from confusing a 401k. Enough. Is one thing that you can do with an current employer, and you have to pay yourself back. Now, borrowing money from a traditional or a Roth IRA to yourself—that's a prohibited transaction. That's right. So now, when you've moved, okay. So let's say, forget all the current employer stuff. You just you're retired, or you left that job, whatever, and you've got an IRA that you've moved to a new self-directed custodian. Well, you can't borrow that money from your account for your personal benefit specifically you're you're the account holder you're not the ira yeah so just treat the ira like it's a whole separate entity even though it is yours it's for your future retirement but it's your ira so now you have to tell that custodian hey jason wants to borrow money on a house over there on one two three main street and the attorney that's handling the transaction i want my ira to lend him the money lend tracy the money whoever to buy the house so now the attorney prepares a mortgage, and now the IRA, just like a bank, we know somebody works for a bank, right? We do. So just like somebody works for a bank, the bank lends money to the borrower. And what's the? There's a lot of things the bank gets, but what's the most important first thing that the bank's for sure going to get? They're going to instruct the attorney to make sure the bank gets when they lend that money to that borrower. A mortgage, a mortgage, a recorded mortgage that protects the lender in case anything ever happens and the borrower dies or doesn't pay or, or whatever, the bank has a path to get their collateral, which is the property, the real estate. So what y'all are saying is this if I take took my self directed IRA mm-hmm. and I want to invest in this, I can't do it personally, but I can give y'all a mortgage. You you couldn't it. borrow it from your IRA like to, to buy another dump truck or, or you know race or, or a race car, any of that foolish talk. But you could lend it to me. Now, and I could lend you money from my IRA to buy a dump truck or race car. Now, you can buy a dump truck. You just can't buy it for your benefit. You're right. You could buy the dump truck, and then your retirement account could rent the dump truck to another company. Yeah. And then your IRA would be on title to the dump truck. So if you're curious, well, what, how does, how do you know what's going on? Well, you can go on the tax records and you can search the different IRA custodians' names, American IRA, Intrust, Equity Trust, Pensco, Strata. And if you search all of those, you'll see there are houses, real estate, industrial buildings. There's land that retirement accounts own. And if you search mortgages, you'll find a lot more of the mortgages that are held by retirement accounts. And if you can search DMV records, I don't know how accessible those are. But an IRA can own a vehicle, a dump truck's vehicle, a regular old car. But the account holder, airplane, airplane, the, airplane, the account good. holder. Now you can't, but you can't fly in it. Yeah, if your IRA owns it, you can't that's fly a, in it. That's prohibited. Really? 
mm-hmm. because that you can't benefit. You personally can't benefit from the IRA, and the IRA can't benefit from you. So if you decided to use your IRA to buy an airplane, you can't work on the airplane to improve that IRA's asset. You, you can't be the mechanic. You have to hire your buddy to work on it and pay a normal wage. So basically, it's conflict of interest. Yeah, basically, yeah. So if you're interested in how all that works and you're interested in learning how to lend money from your retirement accounts, the market is at another top. My goodness, you've seen the market just flying up. It can't keep going up forever. Eventually, there's going to be a correction. Is now the time to take some of the money out of your retirement account and get a fixed 8% return? Instead of making the market's been up like 15, 20% annualized for the last year or two, but that's not going to go forever. What about 8% for sure with all the money you've made over the last couple of years in the stock market? Maybe it's time to grab some of that profit. And make 8%. So if you're interested in learning how to do that, give me a call at 864-444-7650. That's 864-444-7650. Or go to my website, jasondillard.com, to learn more about what we do. Don't forget about the $99 wholesale seminar coming out. The wholesale seminar is for people that doesn't have cash to invest necessarily. Yeah, I've got a, a young man I'm trying to encourage to sign up and come because he wants to learn a little more about real estate. So, well, and that doesn't require a lot of money. Well, if he gets there, he's paid ninety nine bucks, and you let him in the front door. Is he going to need his wallet for anything else? No, because we don't sell anything else. Mm-hmm. We're just going to show him. He'll have the tools and the knowledge to go out and sign contracts and make thousands of dollars in real estate by the time he leaves that seminar. Now, if you've got cash and you don't want to work, the, the the wholesaling is a lot of work. The passive income from using your cash. And the cash in your retirement accounts, that's not a whole lot of work. That's passive. So if you're interested in learning about that, now's a great time to call in 235-9405-864-235-9405. We're live this morning here to answer your calls about real estate, anything to do with real estate investing. Again, that's 864-235-9405. When we come back, talk more about what we're about. And we've got a specific opportunity for you to lend in. It's, it's specific and it's, it's something that we have. So, so hang on. Welcome back to Solutions in Real Estate. If you want to get involved in what we're talking about this morning right now, it's a great time to call at 235-9405. That's 864-235-9405. We've been talking about how we buy, sell, um, borrow money. We manage property. We haven't mentioned that. We manage property for 50 bucks a month. If you've got a, single-family house that didn't sell or you own a rental property and you're tired of dealing with the tenants, toilets, and trash and you want to hire us to do it for only 50 bucks, give us a call at 864-444-7650. What? What's the problem? I just When you first started, uh, all I could think about was, remember the guy years ago that did all the the fine print readings at the end of a yeah, lot of fastest talker. commercials, oh, yeah. fastest talker in the world guy. That's that's all I can think about. When well, he was wasn't he the guy that did the commercials for the Matchbox cars? I don't remember that. I think FedEx. He did them for FedEx too. The fastest shipping. Maybe I don't remember that part specifically, I but well, I mean, everybody can understand what I'm saying when I talk fast, right? Um, maybe I don't know. Why don't somebody call in and tell us? Yeah, are y'all sleep out there? Eight six four two three five ninety four zero five. Are both of our listeners asleep? I mean, <laughs> but anyway, 
Um, it is early on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. One of the, one of the things that we don't pitch enough that works so well is our property management services. We only charge fifty bucks a month. I was talking to Scott that um, handles that for us, and in the last week, he's gotten five thousand down on three properties. Now, I'm probably you're probably thinking to yourself because you're probably saying self. I don't call, call myself self, self when I talk to myself. You're going, if they're renting properties, how are they getting five thousand down? Because because we, we don't rent properties, we sell or finance properties. We're a we're a company that only manages single family real estate for owners that'll let us sell or finance the property for them. And the reason we do that is because we believe you'll make more money in the long run doing it that way. Why why would you make more money in the long run doing it that way, Tracy? And really it's if you think about it, what we do it's a, it's a win win for both parties. As the owner of the property, if I finance it to your family, then I'm getting the property taxes reduced because I require you to get the owner-occupied tax rate. You can only do that by being on a recorded contract, by the way. So we record, have the attorney record that contract. I now get my property taxes lowered. I require that you are responsible for maintenance and repairs because you're buying the house. Instead of having to, me or my maintenance guy having to go over there and fix stuff all the time when it breaks, which is normal in the house, right? Right. And Constantly. I also get a down payment that applies towards the purchase price if and when the family ever cashes me out. So the win for the family that we're financing it to is we're giving them the ability to buy a house when they, they otherwise might not be financeable to a bank. Right. So banks have shareholders. They have what we call boxes that they've drawn that says the borrower has to fit in this box. You know, they got to have their kindergarten attendance record. They they could have never played hooky in school. You know, they got to have a oh, what's that rumbling, man? Are we having a oh? I thought the earth. I thought we were having an earthquake in here or something. Seven forty-seven. Yeah, maybe y'all didn't hear that. But anyway, so there it is again. Yeah, that actually. So you know. The traditional banking model, and there's variations to some degree, but generally speaking, you know, you just got to fit in this box. So are you, you speaking of rent to own? That's, that yeah, rent to own, you know. So so what we do specifically is, you know, the family, like Scott, got these down payments this week. The, we, we <coughs> the sad part is not, there weren't any of the houses that we own. Well, that's not sad. It's wonderful. It's joyous. No, I, it's, I want the down payment. It's for our clients. Well, clients get them too, but I, I wanted I mean, at we least have one a, out of three to be mine. We have a fiduciary responsibility. Look it up to our clients. How do you spell that? Look it up. I'll tell you later. So, anyway, <laughs> the family leases the property for a period of time, and then we get them to a, an attorney's office to get a contract signed and recorded at the county, So, which provides all those benefits I was talking about earlier. But in the meantime, you know, you now have a rental property that you used to have to deal with maintenance. <coughs> now you don't. You got your property taxes getting getting cheaper. You got a down payment that you can put in your pocket, whereas a lease deposit. You know what you have to do with a lease deposit if you're the landlord or the, pro- or the property manager. You got to let it sit in your bank account and do absolutely nothing with it because it ain't your money. It's your tenant's money, and assuming the tenant meets all the obligations of the lease and leaves the property 
in the normal you know wear and tear, a uh, good condition when they leave, you got to give that money back. But with a a down payment when you're providing financing to them, you can spend that in your business. And your you know if it's one of our clients that it's they just own a house, they're not really a business per se like we are. And in the beginning, it's an option consideration, which is money you, that you have that you don't have to pay back, that's non taxable that you can spend. Right. So Tracy and I have a, a transaction right now where we're selling a, a, some apartment buildings, and we explained to the buyer that what we needed was some non-refundable option consideration for them to buy the apartments from us to get the price that they wanted and the terms they wanted. Yeah, so we wrote on the piece of paper, when they send us the money, you sign right here, poof, bye-bye. You ain't ever going to see it again. Gone, gone. It doesn't really say poof. No, we don't. I, no, I, had, a, I, had, a, I had a friend of mine that used to put that on his contracts. Poof. It, yeah. it said poof. He said, this is the poof form. You, did you hear that? Your money just went bye-bye as soon as you gave it to me. You're never going to see it again. That was the sound. That's cl- poof. Yeah, bye-bye. Make but, sure you understand that. If you don't understand that, let's just stop right now. And that's called what? That's a down payment? That's called option consideration. Op- option consideration. consideration, yeah. Yeah, so the option consideration is the money that you pay to have the option to buy the property that for a certain price for a certain period of time. Okay. Yeah, so and, let's say it doesn't obligate you to buy. It obligates me to sell to you when you want to buy. But, but if you want that option, you're going to have to pay for that you option. you pay for it. And, and then, see, an option is a unilateral agreement. It's like test driving a car. You know, It's you, like it's a unicycle. If you go <laughs> test drive a car, do you have to buy it if you on, test drive it? Only one wheel. Only one wheel has to do something. Stay with us here. He's confused. He's like a tennis match. <laughs> only, only the one side of the transaction has to perform, right? which is the seller. Now, it, the buyer just has the right to buy the property if they choose to buy it. They have the right, but not the obligation. Yeah, whereas a sales contract is a bilateral agreement. It obligate The two parties are obligated to do what they've signed to do. That's the sales contract. Yeah. Yes. Now, here's what's really cool. A sales contract with a contingency is a unilateral agreement. So if you're thinking to yourself... What in the heck are they talking about? Well, I can make an offer to buy your house from you contingent upon an inspection. Okay. And you have to sell me your house, but I don't have to buy it yet because it hasn't passed an inspection. Once it passes the inspection, though, it becomes bilateral. That's true. But then the local real estate um, realtor contracts have financing contingencies that, that go almost all the way up to the closing. So it's... Kind of like a unilateral agreement the whole time. Now, if you make an offer cash with no contingencies, well, that's a it's a bilateral agreement. Yeah. All right, back to you, Tracy. Let me, let me dumb it down a little bit here. If if I give you a hundred dollars, I, I need to dumb this down for myself. No, no, no. Okay. I need to dumb this down for myself. Randy knows me pretty well. That's okay. I, I like keeping it simple. Yeah, keep it simple. K I S S. So let's say that I want to buy your airplane. It's not for sale. Okay, but let's just say. I do have one for sale. Let's just say that you, I'm going to give you $100, and you're going to give me a price on the airplane that if I want to buy it one day, you're going to sell it to me. So I gladly give you my $100. Poof. Did you hear that? It's gone. Okay, now one day when I wake up and go, hey, you know what? I want to buy that that plane from Randy. I call Randy up and I say, I want to buy your plane. Okay, well, we had an agreement. But then let's just say I never call you, ever. 
And one day you just decide, I want to sell my plane. I'm going to call Tracy and say, it's time for you to buy my plane. And you call me up and I say, nah, I'll just change my mind. I don't want to buy it. And I can say, remember the poof. I just, yeah, well, my hunter's already gone. I mean, I don't, so you can't make me buy the plane, but I can make you sell me the plane. See how that works? Mm-hmm. If I decided, well, I really don't want to sell a plane, and you say, well, it's too late. I gave you hundred dollars. That's right. I have. I, I have an option. Yeah. Here, here's another scenario. Let's say Tracy's got a hundred thousand dollar house, and he needs to raise some money. Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, I need five grand. And I go, well, I'll give you five grand for an option to buy your house for seventy grand. He goes, well, I don't want to sell my house for seventy grand. Well, here's five grand. If you need it bad enough. It might work out for you, but you can always buy this option back. Oh, I can buy the option back? Sure. So how much is it going to cost me to buy this option back? It depends. You can you can put it in the contract, how much it costs to buy it back, or you can put it in the contract or you can negotiate later. Right. So Tracy goes out and puts the house in the market and gets it under contract for a hundred grand. Well, we can't sell it because I have the option to buy it for Seventy grand. So he might have to give me my five grand back plus a couple of thousand dollars to release my option, to close out my option so that he can sell the property and make his profit. This happens in real estate a lot more than people realize. It's now, kind of a behind the scenes kind of thing. And and if you're a stock trader, if you're an option trader, that scenario is how oh, don't get option traders make money. Bear claws and puts and all that stuff. You'll have me What all. do you mean bear claws? Yeah, you know. Don't even start. So you know that, hey, do you know that that's how Walt bought did all the real estate in for Disney? Was with was, was with options. Who's Walt? Walt Disney. Walt Disney. I mean, does it got, does it need to be said? Mickey's daddy. So Walt put options on large tracts of land, and then some of them he bought in different corporations. So it the 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 the, the looking public, watching public, didn't realize he was that all this land like, was being yeah, bought his, by the same thing. His uh, representatives flew into Orlando from different airports so that they were kind of hiding where they're coming from. Yeah. So they'd go to Detroit and then go to Florida. Or then they flew back, they'd go to New York and then go back to California. And they used options to get control of everything. Control. Sorry. (laughs) To get control of everything. You hadn't listened to us before, have you? You need to start. This needs to be an every Saturday tune in for you. And then they closed on everything and created. And there's some some people that held out. But they're like landlocked in the middle of Disney. So if you go down to Disney and you just see this random spot that's nothing, that's the people that held out. They didn't need that. They owned everything else. Anyway. If you want to get involved in what we've been talking about and lend us the money, go to my website, jasondiller.com, to learn more about that. Give me a call at 864-444-7650 if you're interested in selling a property, if you're interested in lending money, even if you're interested in us manage your property for only 50 bucks a month. And remember, the biggest reason for failure isn't lack of knowledge or ability. It's in action. If you aim at nothing, you will hit it every single time.